Hi! It's the Baseball Quickie for Friday, July 31st, the last day of the month. Tomorrow's August 1st. Get your rent in! It's the first of the month. Yeah, I love that song. Never gets old. All right, so baseball, Friday, things happening. Nick Madrigal got the call. He's in the starting lineup for the White Sox, batting ninth. I'm so excited. I don't expect this guy to have a lot of power, but I do expect a stolen base or two and elite, elite contact levels. He struck out 3% of the time in the minors last year. It's just silly, really silly. Uh, unfortunately, we have coronavirus problems. And right now, you may be afraid. I would be concerned. I don't know if we're going to finish this season. There's a lot of doubts. Rob Manfred, uh, not a lot of trust in Rob Manfred. I think that's one of the big problems. This is a guy who makes threats and he leaks things through the media. Oh, we might have to shut down the season. When it, a lot of it is his responsibility. Sure, the players work in concert and players have to follow the rules. But, I mean, what do you expect? Players are not going <laughs> These are grown men. They're not going to follow the rules. And you have to have protocols in place. And if you don't do that, this is what happens. So the Brewers and the Cardinals postponed. And now this could be another team that we lose the whole week of. And how many teams, how many players in your lineup right now say PPD postponed? I know I got quite a few in mind, you know, with Mike Trout going on paternity list. Who knows if he'll come back? He left yesterday. Well, best wishes to Mr. Trout. He'd be a father. Yay. That's a positive thing in this world. I'm very happy for you, Mr. Trout. Best of luck. But, you know, your PPDs on your lineup are starting to add up and you have to be constantly paying attention and soon enough if we have five teams that are not available then we can't play baseball anymore and with the nba kicking off last night they've been in their bubble and they're doing quite well baseball looks silly very very silly so what can i say it's a bummer uh let's talk about today though uh we have some fun action still even though there's this coronavirus hanging over us constantly threatening us the Tigers, Spencer Turnbull, tries to follow up his start from Sunday when he went eight Ks, had four walks, but he only allowed one earned run in five-plus innings. That was really a solid start. That was the best I could hope for from Turnbull, considering it was the Reds lineup. Now those same Reds are in Detroit this time, and Luis Castillo's on the bump. Bad news if you have Tigers hitters. I would try to uh, probably not play any Tigers hitters today. Mets Braves, we got Sean Newcomb. Let's see how many people he could walk today versus Rick Porcello. Uh, Jeff McNeil is not in the lineup today. He is out. Uh, it's nothing serious, no COVID or anything. He's just getting the day off. McNeil has started to swing a better bat. It kind of sucks for me if I own him in a couple of leagues. He's driven in a few runs over the last three days. But, hey, that's life. So, Ahmed Rosario leading off. Brandon Nimbo moving up to the two-hole. And then uh, on the other side, the leadoff man who's still struggling. A full-on week into the season, and that's Ronald Acuna. He's betting 143 right now. No homers, no RBIs, no steals. <laughs> I got a feeling this is the weekend. It's finally going to happen for Acuna. I would push hard for him in DFS. Around the rest of the league, there's another great pitcher for the Indians pitching. You got Shane Bieber, 27 Ks and two starts. That's incredible. That tied the all-time record and broke the AL record by Nolan Ryan in 1978, who had 25 Ks in his first two starts. So Mr. Clevenger is going to try to match that. 
That's a tall order, but I like Mike Clevenger in this matchup. The Twins show that they can be vulnerable if you have quality pitching. And that's the hands down the Cleveland strength. So Randy Dobnak versus Clevenger. Uh, Max Kepler leading off. He hasn't hit a home run since he hit two in his first two at-bats against the White Sox on opening day. So he's been struggling a little bit. Mitch Garver's got the night off. He's not playing. That's disappointing. Uh, if you have any of the top catchers like Gary Sanchez or Garver, they are not in the lineup for today. So make your adjustments accordingly. Gary Sanchez will be benched, and that means that good old Kyle Higashioka will be getting the start of catcher. So if you haven't picked him up yet, <laughs> you probably should. I'm kidding. That's being facetious. Uh, the Red Sox, I don't know how they keep winning games. Ryan Weber's on the hill with his 14.7 ERA. That'll be fun. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, though, making his debut. It's been a long time. He had Tommy John, and now he's finally back on the bump. So I think this Red Sox offense can be tamed. It's not that dominant. It's not the days of old. I wouldn't sweat it. Fun series in Baltimore with the Rays taking on the Orioles at Camden. Alex Cobb tries to follow up a great start he had against the Red Sox last Saturday with six strikeouts in five innings, and he only gave up one run, a really solid outing. So let's see if he can do that against the Rays offense. G-Man Choi's back in the lineup. He's leading off. He's feeling good. Uh, so you can rely on him. And when there's a righty on the mound, that means Brandon Lau is playing. When Brandon Lau gets to play, he makes things happen. I like Brandon Lau a lot. Also, Yoshi Tsutsugo is back in the lineup, and that's good news. I like to see him. Blake Snell goes on the bump for the Rays. Blake Snell against the O's, probably a solid play. But in Camden Yards in the summer, the ball flies out of that park, so be careful. And then making his major league debut, Chris Bubik of the Royals, taking on the Sox at home. It's the Royals pushing up their talent as fast as possible. Brady Singer's been really solid, and he was a part of this draft class, along with Chris Bubik and Jackson Coar. So there was five pitchers that were college, all taken by the Royals in the 2018 draft, and two of them are already up. Chris Bubik led the minors in strikeouts last year. He had 185 strikeouts in the minor leagues last year. He's got a funky delivery. He looks <laughs> kind of like Clayton... Kershaw. It's like a poor man's ripoff of the Clayton Kershaw delivery and windup. So check that start out. I'd be curious to see if Bubik can make things happen. He's got a great changeup. That's his specialty pitch. His fastball is nothing to you know write home about, but the changeup, that's how he gets the whiffs. I'll be curious to see how he pitches. Uh, if you play DFS, the Rockies finally have a home series. They played the first six games on the road. Now they're at home, and that means Get your Padres in your lineups, people. Jerks and Profar, in particular, is someone I'm really excited about. He has a tiny sample against John Gray, but he's one for three with a home run, a three-run shot. So John Gray is going to be on the bump. It might be time to bench him against this Padres offense, which has been ripping the, the living poo out of the ball. So dominant offense. I love this offense. One of my favorite offenses in the league. And if they're at Coors Field, you should be playing Padres all weekend long because the rest of the Rockies pitching staff is going to be the back end of it. Herman Marquez already pitched against Oakland the other day. Now it's John Gray. It'll be Kyle Freeland. It just gets worse from here. Padres, Padres, Padres for DFS. That's probably a no-brainer. It's not like I'm telling you something you don't know. And then we got Texas and San Francisco. San Francisco provides a lot of offense. Donovan Solano and Mike Yastrzemski uh, have been on fire. Like, absolutely on a tear. They've been providing all the offense for the Giants, which has been surprising. And also remember, if you're looking for steals, look to the Rangers. They steal more than anybody. In fact, they stole more bases last year than 23 teams attempted, which is incredible. The other day, Isaiah 
Kiner Falefa and Nick Solak had two stolen bases apiece in one game. You don't find that very often. And then the team that I think is the most valuable that gets the least amount of respect is the Seattle Mariners. They have so many guys that are contributing right now. J.P. Crawford, Tim Lopes, Kyle Lewis, of course. All of these guys are getting on base. They're stealing bags. Crawford had two steals last night and a win over the Angels. And the Mariners are playing well. Shed Long went yard. There's a lot of guys in here that can give you, you know, stats that you need. You want stats because you want to win. That's what fantasy baseball is about. So look into that Mariners lineup. I mean, the A's are the A's. Uh, they're going to do what they do. I just like this Mariners lineup more right now. But the bad news is Taiwan Walker's on the mound. I don't know if I trust him. So you might want to play more A's than Mariners, although Sean Manea didn't pitch well in his first start. But, you know, he's still getting the, the jitters out. There's still pitchers going through that spring training kind of opening day, getting the feel for pitching. And then the Dodgers and D-backs, Tony Gonsolin. If you play in a dynasty league and you have Tony Gonsolin, this is your time to put him in the lineup. This D-backs offense is not playing well. They're really struggling. Eduardo Escobar has been terrible, as I predicted, all preseason long. Hey, I'm going to toot my horn on that one. He'll probably get it going, and then I'll look like a fool. But the rest of this D-backs lineup is not doing him any favors. Cole Calhoun, not playing great. Cattell Marte finally hit a home run yesterday, but... Not a lot to write home about in Arizona right now. This offense is struggling. But Dalton Varsho is making his major league debut. He's not in the lineup. Stephen Vogt is catching, and the DH is Christian Walker. But I expect Dalton Varsho to be inserted into this game at some point. He might play center field. Last year in the minors, even though he's a catcher, he stole 18 bases. That's amazing. And he also is someone who could play center field because the later part of the minor league season last year, he played center field. This guy's super athletic. He could play anywhere. He could provide steals at a position that doesn't give you any. Dalton Varsho, if he ever finds a playing time, which will be a problem because Carson Kelly is someone that the D-backs traded for. They gave up Paul Goldschmidt to get him. So they're not just going to say, hey, well, who cares about this guy? I know Luke Weaver was a part of that deal as well, but you know, you got to consider that. But the good news is that Varsho could play all over the field. So if you have Varsho in Dynasty, be a little patient. Just a little patient. Okay, that's it. That's the baseball quickie for Friday, July 31st, last day of the month. This Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's on Twitter. Plaza Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Come aboard. Say hello. We love having you here. I'm out of here, and we'll see you tomorrow for Saturday's action.